0: An economic earthquake is coming, and John Carter has the facts to prove it. Will America's deficit bring about the collapse of the present world order? What happened in the ill-fated Weimar Republic, and how does it affect us? Does Bible prophecy reveal our future? Now, here's John Carter with the answers. Today we're talking about the coming financial earthquake. I'm sure you all have heard the statement, it's almost impossible to get someone to see an idea or a truth when his salary depends upon him not seeing it. <laughs> Is this true? Is it not? It's almost impossible to get someone to see an idea or to see something or a truth when he Salary, <laughs> his income, depends upon him not seeing it. And of course, correct English is depends upon his not seeing it. <laughs> but who cares? Um, but that is a great truth. The topic today is prophecy and the coming economic earthquake. What I want to tell you today at the start the story, the almost forgotten story, of the Weimar Republic. The war that was going to end all wars, what war was that? First World War, 1914 to 1918. Uh, During that war, you had Germany, Hungary, Austria, and Turkey against France, Great Britain, Russia, Italy, and uh, Japan. And then America joined the battle sometime in 1917, and helped to bring the war to an end. But not before tens of millions of people had been butchered. Uh, Not thousands, not hundreds of thousands, but tens of millions. That was the war that they said was going to end uh, all wars. Uh, How sad that it didn't happen this way. Germany was eventually defeated but Germany had borrowed heavily to pay the bills for running the war and now they were forced to pay tremendous payments to the Allies. Most of these payments were, were quite unjustified. And so the Germans, in their desperation, they continued to borrow heavily and they just let the printing presses run. So they printed money. Now, I'm going to put up here a little graph that shows you about the Weimar Republic. The Weimar Republic, set up by the Germans, ran from 1919, after the First World War, until 1933. They borrowed heavily and printed money. Of course, none of us would be so dumb as to do that today, would we now? No, of course not. Now, here is a man going to buy a loaf of bread. That's what he had to do in the morning, but if he went in the evening, he'd have to take a truckload. Notice over here. The Weimar Republic starts in 1919. Did you see it? And by 1923, it's a a trillion marks to the dollar. And that was not the end because during the year of 1923, you have 4,210,500,000,000 marks to the dollar. Uh, People did some amazing things, for instance, if you had dinner at eight o'clock at night, you would delay paying the bill for as long as you could. So if you talked from eight o'clock till eleven o'clock and then you paid the bill, the bill was about half what it was if you'd paid it an hour earlier. And so it got completely out of control. People used to get the Marx bill that used to be something so solid, it was like gold. Uh, and they would wallpaper their homes with marks, these notes from the German government. I want you to think about what happened. There was a, a man who was tremendously disgruntled by the reparations forced upon his country by Great Britain, France, and America. His name was Adolf. He watched, waited, and made his move. And the end result was the the Second World War and the murder of millions and millions of Jews and the deaths of tens of millions. This was because of the terrible inflation and the policy that was followed by the Weimar Republic of just borrowing and printing money and running up deficits. Now, there are no people in the world who are more sophisticated and were more sophisticated than the German people. They were called the apostles of culture. They gave us art and musicians. And yet... This is a fact that people don't like to talk about. Let me tell it to you because it's the truth. On August 19, 1934, the Germans voted 90% in favour of Adolf Hitler. Why did they do this? Because of the chaos that had come to society by runaway deficits and the collapse of the German mark. You see, when nations do these things, very often they are sowing their seeds of self-destruction and paving the way for the coming of an Adolf Hitler. Now, of course, some would say, That would never happen today, would it? Has anybody heard? We've all heard of Hitler, but what about if we go south of the border and we go down to Venezuela? The Miami Herald makes this comment. (laughs) Their inflation rate right now, as I'm talking, Miami Herald says the inflation rate is 4,000 (laughs) percent. We think it's bad if it's 4%, 4,000 percent. Miami Herald says it will soon be 30,000 percent. And most likely by the end of the year, 100,000 percent. And what is happening in Venezuela? A dictatorship. People fighting in the streets the soldiers out on the streets with machine guns. So history tells us it's happened before. But remember, 90% of the Germans, the most educated, the most sophisticated, 90% of the Germans voted in favor of the Fuhrer. Now, this teaches us a number of lessons. It teaches us the necessity to think for ourselves. The great Moses said, you shall not follow a multitude to do evil. And there's a theme that I have in all of my meetings and it is not a popular theme. It is this, we need to think for ourselves. We should not allow politicians to think for us and we should not allow religious hierarchies to think for us. If we do, one day we will become victims of Revelation 13 that talks about the mark of the beast, you see? And the mark of the beast is conformity to the multitude that is set on doing evil. Now, the word of prophecy. Would you come with me, please, to the book of Daniel, chapter 12 and verse 1, to the word of prophecy. Daniel, chapter 12 and verse 1, my friends. And I'm reading it from the Bible. At that time, Michael shall stand up. The great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people. And there shall be a time of trouble such as never was since there was a nation, even to that same time. And at that time, your people shall be delivered. Everyone who is found written in the book. Listen to me. The Bible teaches that before the end, uh, there comes a time of trouble, unlike any other time of trouble that has befallen the sons of men. So the Bible says, get this in your mind, that before the end of time, there comes upon the world a a tremendous time of trouble, but God will deliver his people, the Bible says. Now, I want you to come over here to Matthew 24, to the words of Jesus Christ. Matthew chapter 24, And verse 21, the Bible says, for then there'll be great tribulation such as has not been since the beginning of the world until this time nor ever shall be. So Jesus takes the words of Daniel and he puts them into a New Testament setting. And then if you come to verse 24 of the same chapter, it says, For false Christs and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. Listen to me. The Bible says that this great time of trouble that comes upon the human race is so overwhelming in its passionate intensity to deceive, if it were possible, even the very elect. And the term the very elect refers to those people who have been elected by God for salvation. They are the followers of the Christ. Now here I go against the stream of eschatological prediction it is believed by the vast majority of people at uh, Christians at least in North America nowhere else but in North America that the church is raptured home to glory and doesn't go through this great time of trouble what I say I say with deference and apology to my Christian evangelical friends. I do not wish to offend you, we will still be friends. But the Bible teaches that this great time of trouble comes upon the world and it comes upon the elect. Now I cannot tell you when this is going to happen, but Jesus said, I'm going to give you signs so that you will know that it is near even at the very door. Jesus said, of that day and hour, no man knows, but you will know when it is near, even at the very door. Now the prophecy of Daniel chapter 12 and Matthew 24 was fulfilled in 70 AD in the destruction of Jerusalem by the Romans. I wish that you would go and read the Jewish historian Josephus and read his book on this. It's like reading our own day in our own age. The city of Jerusalem was surrounded by the Roman armies and inside the city of Jerusalem there was famine and pestilence and every other abominable crime that you and I can imagine and even not imagine. And so there was this complete collapse of society. And this was a time of trouble such as they had never known. But the Bible teaches uh, this is a type of the final tribulation that comes upon the world and also that is experienced by the elect. Now, I suggest to you, a collapse of the monetary markets could be a part of the disillusion of society and the collapse of everything that we hold here. I want you to notice this, and this is somewhat astounding. I'm amazed today that the politicians are talking about everything and lots of trivia And the politicians today are strangely silent upon uh, the greatest challenge in the history of the United States of America. And this is our debt. This is the largest debt, I tell you. It is the greatest debt in the history of the world. So no, it can't be so. It is true. It is the greatest debt in the history of the human race. And... uh, you notice where it starts, and it starts to get steeper and steeper and steeper, and as I'm speaking now, it is at $20,000 billion. Who can comprehend it? $20,000 billion, and in the next few years, most economists say it is going to top twenty-six trillion dollars and there seems to be no effort to rein it in now i've been told by some authorities my friends that this is simply the tip of the iceberg this does not this is a concealed debt and it does not take into consideration all the other debts that are held by the states and other departments of the government. Some say, uh, and these people are authorities, they say that the real debt is probably more like $60,000 billion or $60 trillion, which in fact is more than all the money in the world. I wonder if the politicians today in Washington, who hold the the fate of millions in their hands, I wonder if they've ever heard uh, of the Weimar Republic. Weimar Republic, where's that? Well, it doesn't exist anymore. It was taken over by Adolf Hitler. And he led us into the second world war and the deaths of tens of millions. And here we have today the the hands of the atomic clock. Now these are the scientists who know what is going on in the world. And just recently they moved the hands of the atomic clock at two minutes to midnight. Is anybody listening? Does anybody believe uh, the prophecies of the Bible? You see, it could be that we are entering the time of trouble with the collapse of society because if the nation collapses financially, so will the world. The collapse of society, the imposition of military law, rioting in the streets. The end of the dollar, the end of the banks, mass starvation, and the rule of a worldwide dictatorship. When people have read the prophecy of Revelation 13, many have scorned and they have laughed because the Bible teaches that in the very last days there arises a religious dictator who takes hold of the power of the state and uh, imposes his will upon the world. It is called the mark of the beast in Scripture. I would suggest to you today that the stage has been set and that we are seeing what could very well be the final scenario. Now, when you think of the atomic clock at two minutes to midnight, then you must be aware of, you should be aware of Mr. Putin's speech. You may not like Mr. Putin, but he is a very, very clever man. He's an old KGB chief. I know a great deal about these things because I have been to Putin's Russia 49 times. My friend Boris Nemtsov was gunned down just outside the kremlin they said he was russia's last hope for democracy but putin today who is not a foolish man by any means he is not a dumb politician he is a mind as sharp as a rapier a high iq and about 80 percent of the russians think he's god's gift because he has transformed all of russia into a mighty power again. And he talks about the making of weapons of mass destruction that we have no answer to. Whether that is so or not, I'm not qualified to say. But I am qualified to say this, that the hands of the atomic clock because of the rising power of Russia and China and North Korea, that boasts that they can already send rockets to America. You'll listen to me now, said Putin. You haven't been listening to me, have you, he said, but you will listen to me now. And if you listen carefully, you will hear tick-tock, tick-tock, tick 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 I feel so strongly about this that we have put out a newsletter. We have a newsletter every month. This one is on this subject. Have a look at it. The coming economic earthquake. It's got facts about the Weimar Republic. You folks in the studio, when you leave today, you'll get a copy. Those of you watching on television, if you write to me, if you want to know the truth about these things, If there is something that is stirring deep down inside you today, then please write to me at the address on the screen and we will send you a copy of our newsletter on the coming economic collapse and the facts also on the Weimar Republic. And so I just want you folks to realize that the words of Jesus are coming to pass. I have great confidence in the words of Scripture. Once upon a time, theologians and politicians caught up with the ideas of the theory of inevitable progress that was spawned by Charles Darwin. Ever heard of him? The brilliant Englishman. Inevitable progress. Things are going to get better and better and we will have a a wonderful new age. The Bible says a time of trouble such as never was. And here in this great land of America, the clock is ticking. And the question comes home to the, Inquiring mind, in the name of God, what shall we do? In the name of God, what shall we do? The politicians are impotent. Oh, you say, no, 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 no. no. You misunderstand it. Hey, <laughs> I can count, I can see, and I can read. So the question comes... Whom? Here I am. What shall we do? I have a number of great truths I'm going to share with you. What shall we do? And here is the first question. Have faith in God. He is still on his throne. And I'm going to give you two texts out of the Bible. Psalm 46, verse 1 and 2. Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear even though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. We will not fear because God is on his throne. It doesn't matter who's in the White House. God is on his throne. Now notice verse 2 of this same chapter. Verse 6 and 7. The nations raged. uh, The kingdoms were moved. Uh, He uttered his voice. The earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Now let me tell you folks something. I believe, I believe that the world is facing the greatest crisis in the history of the human race. I believe on the whole, the politicians and the preachers are asleep but there is a way of escape and I'm going to talk about this when I come back more amazing truths just moments away. The Word began in a village. Churches and schools sprang up and multiplied, reaching into the city. Great truths revealed to the people of Papua New Guinea, changing thousands of lives. Our eyes are going to be opened to the discovery of amazing truths. The greatest truth in the Bible, it is the truth that God loves you. It has completely changed my life, and I'm going to be baptized this Sabbath. Pastor Kata has put something in my heart that I will never forget. Thank you, Pastor Kata, for your program. It has changed my life completely. John Carter's Great Truths Revealed was recorded live from Papua New Guinea. Experience the miracles in this 21 DVD series for a gift of $150 US or $210 Australian. To order, visit our website or call This is my 43rd visit. To preach the everlasting gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And they had smoke bombs and they had fire bombs and the Russian army had to take me to the meetings. I COME HERE, MY FRIEND, BECAUSE OF THE NEED. THESE WERE DAYS OF GRACE AND GLORY AND MIGHTY POWER. FOR A DONATION OF $100 OR MORE, A SIGNED COPY OF THE JOHN CARTER BIOGRAPHY CAN BE YOURS BY WRITING TO US AT THE ADDRESS ON THE SCREEN OR VISIT OUR WEBSITE. FOR A COPY OF TODAY'S PROGRAM,